Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to make sure we take a moment to remind you why you're here listening to us today. If you are investing your valuable time in our podcast, first of all, we appreciate it. And it's because you probably understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. Now, that means if you want to make some more money, maybe you want to quit your 9 to 5 job, which is Cultivate oh, a spoiler finan- alert. Uh, spoiler alert. Cultivate maybe a financial freedom, increase the bottom line, be a better investor, be a better business owner, and of course, be of service to others. The ultimate ultimate satisfaction in life, being of service to other people. So, if that's your path, then Business Bros would love to help you turn your self-employed business into an OPR business alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, aka E equals MC squared. So hop onto our website, www.seasfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of the questions that, uh, at least these three questions regarding today's topic. So what actions did you take today to reach your goal? What's holding you back from achieving your goal? And what am I waiting for? I need to get out there, schedule my free coaching call today. Now let's jump into today's topic. Why do you go to work every day? Oh, why do I go to work every single day? I, I know why. Same reason why my students uh, go to college. Well, most of them. <laughs> what reason is that? It's what they're supposed to do, right? It's what you're supposed to do. Whenever you ask a, a high school senior, like, you know, where are you going to go to college? Some of them have a specific direction that they want to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. But you break it down, like... uh What's the Dig real deeper. reason? Dig a little deeper, and it's because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go to college. Mom and said, so, "Mom and Dad said I have to." Mom and Dad said I have to, right? You know well, the why, ones. Why the, did Mom and Dad say that you have to? Huh? It's, it's what you're supposed to do. It's what you're supposed to do after high school. You're supposed to go to college. Yeah. I'm not saying college is a bad thing. I'm just saying that it stems from that's what you're supposed to do. And then you're supposed to get a good job with your degree, and then you're supposed to grow in your career and then you're supposed to retire at age 65 and then you're supposed to have enough money to live to be hopefully ripe old age and then you're supposed to well yeah you're gonna die yeah yeah Mm -hmm. can't avoid that one that's kind of a set out (laughs) you know but that's 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 kind of the path right that's what you're supposed to do get a job pays good benefits you know go to go to school get good grades go to college get a degree get a job get good benefits grow old retire and die that's it that's and, what you're supposed to do and the, the, the only problem with that is i don't think anybody ever told you anything different i mean that's all most people have ever known right yeah so i have kids that graduate from high school and that's the path that they go on and i see them you know four or five years down the road and i mean they're like exactly where they're meant to be maybe but not exactly where they wanted to be yeah everybody's got big dreams right and you know this is a little bit, uh, this is actually not on our um, show notes here, but I'm going to take this time to talk about the quarters of life, right? So we always say that quarters of life start at age 25. Well, what about prior to age 25? We're talking about your students, your high school students. So uh, this is actually a little bit from uh, Earl Nightingale. So everybody starts out, 
you know, young and full of hope and full of promise and full of potential and full of dreams and, you know, all these things that they want to do and accomplish and see in their lives, right? All of these, all of these, these wild ideas. And then, you know, they go to school and these ideas, I mean, I feel like they're beat down, right? And then you get into college and, you know, you're, you're trained to be an employee. That's what college is, by the way. Um, not that college is bad. You earn a lot of, you know, a lot more money with a degree than without, but we you're trained. Win. We both win. <laughs> you're trained to be an employee, right? You're trained yes. to complete a task and, and get things done. So then, you know, all after all of these years of, of, of coming into adulthood and putting those old dreams away and you just enter the workforce, that's when the game starts, right? That's when the, the first quarter of life begins at age 25. But by that point, like, your dreams have almost been beaten out of you at that point. You've pushed them away. You've never really gone for it. Most people, anyways, haven't really gone for it mm-hmm. because they needed to put it away to focus on school, to focus on maybe it was literature when their focus should have, you know, their passion was more on the math side, or maybe it was, um, you know, taking those math classes because they had to, but they wanted to focus on their art of, you know, making music or mm-hmm. writing or singing, whatever it was. But yep. their, you know, school kind of pushed these other things on you at the same time. So slowly but surely, these things get beaten out of you. And then you have this feeling that I'm talking about today that are, is our show topic. And that's the downside of, mm-hmm. you know, that's really where it happens. You hit the first quarter of life. You've been doing it maybe for 10 years. You're starting to enter the second quarter of life and you're driving to work thinking, why do I get up and do this every day? And it's because everything that you were taught up till, you know, that first quarter of life and when you were beaten down, that's all anybody's, you know, that's all most people know. That's what they're taught. And so they start going through their lives. And then now if you're, you know, around our age and entering that second quarter of life, well, now, now you have bills, right? Now, yeah, now you have family. Now you have kids. Now you have dogs. Now you have mortgages. Now you have car payments. Everything else is taking a center stage besides that thing that you actually wanted, right? When you were 18, you were so anxious to become an adult. Oh, yeah. Right? You were so anxious to get out there. Oh, man. You remember like wanting to get out of high school so bad? Every senior wants to get out of high school so bad. Everybody does. You know, it's even called... Stay here yeah. as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> even graduation. It's called the commencement ceremony because it's the beginning, right? But by the time we get out there and we have some sense on our head of what we want to do, you know, the dream gets put on the back seat. Mm-hmm. We got to, you know, our kids come first. Our bills yeah. come first. Our mortgages come first. You got to keep that roof over your head, you know, and your family's head. You got to keep food in the family's mouths, you know. You know who doesn't come first? You. You. you which is last. why you come last, which is why most people don't pay themselves first. Huge, huge financial discipline that we've talked about over and over and over again. It's the lack of people's discipline our own disciplines because everybody we are all victims of this Mm -hmm. it's lack of our discipline to pay ourselves first because we put everybody else ahead of us for so long yep and the lack of us being able to put that money away has hurt us and now the reason we don't do it is because there's too much month at the end of the money right absolutely there there's another bill the kids need shoes the the house needs a new window we call up uncle visa and anti-mastercard and and then you know we get ourselves in a rut and mm-hmm. it's it's that's the primary reason why you're getting up every day 
and you're going to that job that you hate. And the reason why we don't have the money to pay those bills or those emergencies when they come up is because we never learn that discipline to pay ourselves first. Never. Never. And I just want to be upfront and honest and say, when I say ourselves, I'm talking about me too. Right. And everybody's done it. Everybody's done it. I mean, I've had months where, you know, everything comes up. You know, I've been, you know, let's keep knocking on wood here. But I've been I've, I've been having pretty good months where even when I'm broke, it's still I'm broke because I've already paid myself first. Right. So but it's taken years and years of discipline mm-hmm. to do that. Right. It's it's not something that comes up overnight. I know I know a couple people who are struggling on a month to month basis just to pay the bills. And yet I have uh, I have friends that have done that, but now force forcefully have started to pay themselves first. Right. And it's funny how when you actually take that money and put it away, they don't complain about being broke anymore. Right. Broke is kind of a mentality. Once they started to put that money away and that starts to build a little bit, Mm -hmm. sure, at first they still were, you know, too much month at the end of the money, but they learned to adjust Mm -hmm. to put that money away from themselves first. And now I don't hear them complaining about being broke anymore. Right. And, and over time that little nest egg gets bigger and bigger and you feel just much more at ease. Mm-hmm. They feel much more at ease. They're, they're calm. It's like the, sh- the weight has been lifted off their shoulders. Absolutely. Are they making any more money per year, per month? No, but they have something put away just in case something happens. It's right. like driving around without a spare tire. Right? <laughs> if you're driving around without a spare tire, you know that at any moment you're going to be stuck. Or without insurance. Or without insurance. You know that at any moment you're going to be hurting. Right. And that is not a comfortable feeling. It You're very uncomfortable when you're behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. You're very uncomfortable when you're on the freeway. Even though all things considered, everything's the same, the thought that you don't have insurance or the thought that you don't have that spare tire changes your outlook on the way you're doing things. Yep. And that's what that pay yourself first does to people. It creates that sensation of, it's okay, I have a spare. It's okay, I have insurance. If something happens, I have something put away for myself. Mm-hmm. And there's less dread. And it takes away from that Monday morning feeling, why Why do I got to go to work? Because now you're going to work with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to work because you're building your nest egg. It's a little bit different at that point. Your perspective, nothing else has changed. Same job, same routine, mm-hmm. same place you're going. But your goal has changed. And because you put that goal before you, you're going to achieve it. Right. You know, I've been, and you know, it's a little bit, you know, I, I went a little bit off on my a little side bit, notes A here. little bit there. That's all right. But you're absolutely right, though. I mean, this is the whole point of our podcast and our money coaching club. Right. Right. It's to help identify what these goals are and, you know, keep you moving towards them. But we understand that sometimes you still have reasons why you need to stay at your job. You know, sometimes you need to stay there for security and benefits, right? You need to have that month to month income and you're not in a place yet where you can just say, you know what? I (laughs) take this job and shove it. (laughs) (laughs) You can take this job and shovel it and shovel it yep uh you know sandra bullock yeah that's right that's right oh that's from demolition man (laughs) demolition man good good um but yeah sometimes you need you still need to hold on to that you still need to have that monthly income because your family depends on it or you know you have responsibilities you have responsibilities absolutely 
absolutely. The problem with with you know shooting for security, um, it's it's kind of like that prison mentality, right? If if you have a minor crime, you go to minimum security, right? Right, and you're allowed to do things, go outside. You know, they give you access to TVs. You know, whatever email, email, right? Mm-hmm. That's minimum security. You do something really bad, you go to maximum security. Mm-hmm. And how much freedom do you have there? None. None. You're exchanging security for freedom. And that's kind of what's happening when people go to work and they get stuck just on that routine of, I need this job. If mm-hmm. you have, if you're depending on that security, you're minimizing your freedom. Right. So just a quick story. I mean, um, those who have been listening for a while, those who know us know that I served eight years in the Navy. And anytime that anybody ever asks me, why did you get out? It's the freedom. Freedom. I needed my freedom. I could not, I didn't have the freedom to move and to do the things that I wanted to do during the day, you know, um, or, or with my life really, unless I had uncle Sam's approval. Right. Right. So I could not live under that, uh, under that thumb, under under that that thumb. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because a lot of our listeners are going through the same thing. A lot of our listeners might be military. They might be military. They, but uh, even if they're not military, maybe they want to go pick up their kids you know, after school or drop off their kids at school Mm -hmm. or go to their kids assembly or um, coach or, you know, just take a nap in the middle of the day, you know, (laughs) whatever it is, they don't have that freedom. And that's one of those things where you're exchanging your time for money. There is no downtime there, right? Your time literally is the money that you're getting. So you're trapped under the thumb of, you know, big corporate boss or little corporate boss or you know whatever it is even military you're exchanging your time for money that's it for sure they're in control of what you do during the time in which they're giving you money for your time that's it that's it and they get to tell you what to do and depending on the company i mean if it's a privately owned company uh you know it's not necessarily going to be as stringent but hey when you're clocked in guess what you're gonna work on what i tell you to work on right right you know and so thinking having that mindset having that understanding that you are in a maximum security type situation the very least you can start to do is to pay yourself first and it'll you'll you'll see really quick how that's going to change your mentality on on mm-hmm. what it is i mean we already said once you start building that little bit of nest egg you start being less and less slowly dependent on that type of job right because you have a nest egg because you're able to do that you're minimizing the security that you're being dependent on a little bit at a time right and that's really where the solution lies mm-hmm. so you know i i have a little example here in my show notes you know we live in southern california so even this might be a little low but um for housing food fuel fun health home and auto you're looking at about five grand a month right that's the goal that's it now that's it if you're thinking of yeah if you're thinking of well i'm never gonna make five grand at my job Mm -hmm. then you're not looking at everything in the all possible eyes right you're still dependent on that job if that's where your mentality went well i'm not gonna make that much i'm not gonna make 60 grand a year at my job like you know it's just not gonna happen they're not gonna give me a raise that should click in your head that there's something going on here where you're tied to that maximum security you haven't you haven't been able to see an opportunity yet around you in well, the things you do on a daily basis and the things that you love to do, maybe in the industry that you're in. You haven't seen an opportunity to start to build something to start 
spitting out this five grand a month. Well, hopefully we can inspire that. Hopefully. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. And that's the thing. You have a problem. You need that five grand a month in passive income. But since you're not uh, well-versed in other ways of generating income, this is where the Money Coaching Club steps in. Mm-hmm. This is where you want somebody helping you see a different point of view. And that's hopefully at least what you're getting out of our podcast, right? That we're opening your eyes to a different mentality so that you're thinking, you know, dang, I can't, that's me right there. That, that totally describes me. I I hate Mondays. I hate Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I like Saturdays and Sundays, really, right? If that's your mentality, unless you work on the weekend, unless you work on the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Then, then, you know, it's a different ball game. And so, you know, that 5,000 a month, that's, that's really, if you're thinking that's the goal, that's your retirement plan. That's your, that's your retire. That's your end game. Yeah. So I was going to say, I mean, we talked about paying yourself first, right? Right. You use the security of the job that you're in. And you discipline yourself to pay yourself first. You put that money aside. You start to feel really good, really comfortable. And the next next thing you know, you have a nest egg, right? And you don't go and trust the brick maker to buy you jewels, right? You do some research. You maybe sign up for a money coaching club or something along those lines that will help you uh, in, increase your financial increase IQ. your financial IQ. Thank you. Well said. And so now you've done all of this and you're setting yourself up for that retirement. Right. This is where the difference between, you know, understanding the end game and just understanding what you were taught. Right. When when I ask most people, when I ask most of my students what they think of retirement, because they're young, right? They're they're impressionable. Mm-hmm. They're going to give me the answer that they've been taught. And normally when I ask a student, you know, what do you think of when you think of retirement? They say 62, 65, right. 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just regurgitating what's been taught to them. So most people have this idea of reaching retirement at the age of 65. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's even uh, in our, our in our quarters of life. That's when, that's when, the, fourth that's quarter, when the fourth quarter ends is but, 65. But nobody says that retirement is there. Retirement isn't that. Retirement is what we said just a little while ago. It's that reaching that passive income, that $5,000 a month, it just means mm-hmm. that I have something giving me $5,000 a month and that's it. I'm retired. And I never have to work. And I never have to work again. If I don't have to work for my money, my money's working for me, I'm retired. Right. It doesn't matter whether that happens at age 35, 45, 65, 25. That doesn't matter. What matters is that you have the financial IQ to go out and start building this retirement plan building this passive income retirement is not an age it's a cash flow problem right right i mean it's uh like you always say it's how many days forward will your money carry you exactly if your money you know and and the the way you i want you to think about this the way i want you to to kind of grasp and understand it is think about what an extra five hundred dollars a month would do for you i mean Really think about that. For most people, Cha-ching. that is going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. For most people, that's you know buying a new car. For mm-hmm. most people, it's qualifying for a house. There you go. Five hundred dollars a month can go a long way, right? So if you have the the you know maybe maybe you're not the best uh, person at putting your money away. You you know you're not you're not paying yourself first as diligently. So it takes you a little bit longer to build some uh, nest egg, and mm-hmm. maybe you didn't really 
you know, call the money coaching club and you didn't learn as much as you wanted to, but you at least were listening to the podcast and got some of the advice that you heard on the podcast for free and you developed some IQ and you built a little bit of an investment portfolio and you got an extra couple hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Right there is a life changer. Yeah, absolutely. But if you like really grab your future by the neck or by the throat and really dig deep into, I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to make my $5,000 a month. You know what? Maybe my goal is not 5000 Maybe my goal is $1,000 a month. What's your goal? Maybe your goal is $2,000 a month, <laughs> right? But once I get there, I got time. And that's ultimately what we're after. You're complaining today because why am I going to work? What am I doing going to work every day? The only reason you're saying that is because you want time. Mm, you're right. not saying... I wish I was doing this or I'm, you know, I could be going to whatever. You're just saying, why am I doing this? And the reason is because you need money and you're exchanging your time for it. Yep. So if you can solve the cash flow problem, then you can have your time back. Yeah. And then you don't have to wake up on Monday morning and go to work if you don't want to. Or Wednesday morning or Or whatever it is. And if you do want to continue doing that, which is totally okay, you're doing it out of your choice. Right. And you're doing it because you like to do it. Exactly and right. There's it, that's what it is. And there's a big difference when you get up and go to work because you like to do what you do. It's not work anymore, right? If it, what was that saying? If you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. You know, work is only a prison sentence because you don't have enough money to handle whatever it is you're doing. Right. It's, it, it, if you free yourself, if you limit the security side, you will maximize the freedom side. Absolutely true. You know, and that's ultimately what we're after. So, I mean, let's think about this. If you were making just an extra $500 uh, a month, right? Mm-hmm. How old do you have to be? You know, if, I'm sorry, if you're increasing an extra $500 a month and you do that per year, so this year I increase my income by five hundred dollars a month. That's the goal for the one for the year. For this year. For this year. And then right? next year is to increase it another, another five hundred. Right? Right. Another five hundred. Another five hundred. If you can develop the financial IQ to do that, and that's like, you know, that's that's maybe one or two rental properties a year. Mm-hmm. You know, one all cash or two maybe leveraged. Right. In ten years time, you've hit your five thousand dollars a month. And that's, Ten just years. That, and that's just that 500, increasing at $500 a month. Let's scale that back. What if you only did you know, $200 a month and you're only getting increasing your cash flow $200 a month per year? That'd take you a little bit longer, but... But in 10 years, you'd be making an extra $2,000 a month. Right. I mean, that's a big difference. Imagine what would you would do with it. I, I mean, I always suggest the Dave Ramsey thing. I suggest you get out of debt, mm-hmm. personally. You know, imagine having an extra $2,000 a month and in 10 years, you've used that $2,000 a month to pay off your mortgage. Oh, that's cool. No mortgage. Hey, I live in my house and I don't have to pay monthly anymore. All of a sudden, those initial $5,000 that you're working for at work, you're not dependent on that anymore. Right. You don't have a big mortgage payment. That responsibility has disappeared because you put in the effort to make it disappear. You've busted your butt. But now... Your maximum security has become minimum security at your job. And because you've minimized the security at your job, you have maximized your freedom. Now you have a choice. You know what, Mr. and Mrs. Employer? 
I think uh, I'm I'm gonna go part time. I'm gonna if you're if, you know if you're okay with that, I'm gonna only do you know Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You know, because I really don't need to be here that much, and you know I I don't want to leave you high and dry. I just want to make sure that you know I do like coming, and I you know I have a great relationship with a lot of my colleagues here, blah blah. blah. But you know I don't really need the job anymore, so this is what I want to do. Yeah, the ball's in your court. You have that leverage. You have leverage. Mm-hmm. Now it's the employer's job. Oh, damn. Is that person worth it? You know what? They have been with us for many years. Mm-hmm. They know stuff that the other guys don't. It would really hurt us to lose that person. Okay, yeah, we can minimize that schedule. It's cool. There you go. Right? You have the leverage. You could literally walk if you wanted to. Right. And all this starts with a little bit of coaching, a little bit of IQ increase, right? Just to earn an extra 100 to $200 a month and start working that plan to increase every single year every single year just a little bit more just a little bit more just a little bit more i mean ultimately i tell my kids this all the time i tell my uh, students this all the time it is not your boss's job to make you rich it's not even your boss's job to make himself rich (laughs) that's true most of the time most of the time the growth plan is your responsibility and the problem is most of us when we're going out through life we're just doing what we grew up learning to do what we were told what we're supposed to do and that does not include having a plan the escalator of life it goes to nowhere whoa whoa (laughs) simpsons yeah that was a simpsons reference Corey, that one's for you (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh so you know most people don't have a growth plan and and because they were never taught to make one right they were never taught to set those kinds of goals those goals are going to be taken care of with hard work uh at your company or put money in a 401k, you're going to be good to go. Right. Or put you 30 hope. years in teaching or put 20 years in the military, you're solid, you're good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. It's not until that time is almost here and we actually look at the details that you realize, damn, I don't have enough money. That's not going to work out for me. Right. No one is going to do this for you. You have to go out and do it yourself. And that's where the Money Coaching Club can help you. We can help you develop a plan that fits you because it's your plan. Right, right. It's based around what your dreams were. We're going to think back to when you were in high school. What is it that you want to do? I can't guarantee I will make you an NBA star or play in the NFL or play professional baseball. Sorry, I wish I could do that. But that's not what it's about. It's about those dreams and aspirations that you lost sight of because you were doing what you were told to do. Somewhere in there, there's a path that you want to go on. Somewhere in there, there's a goal that you want to achieve. Somewhere in there is a place that you want to get to, and our job as coaches is to figure out what that place is and then put an action plan together for you to get there, right? Take that step forward. Go to our website, www.csfirst.com, S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com, and click on the Money Coaching Club uh, icon on top and schedule your free coaching call. It's time. It's time for you to get up and do this. It's time for you to take that step. Stop hating Mondays. Stop hating Tuesdays. Stop hating Wednesdays. Stop waiting for Thursday. And you're not going to get to it on Friday. Stop being in prison. Stop being in prison. Stop the procrastination. You know what it is you need to do. And here's the thing. I'm not telling you anything new. You've known what you need to do for quite some time now. The only difference is I'm pushing you to do it. You can hear it in my voice. I'm pushing you to do it. I'm trying to get you to get off your butt and make something of yourself. And it's I'm only trying to make you make yourself whatever it is that you wanted to be. You're setting the goals. You already know where they are. They're deep inside you already. They're there. 
Let me let us help you pull them out, make them a reality, right? One step at a time, one actionable, one actionable step at a time, because that's really what it comes down to. There's uh, actually a really cool quote. One of our favorite shows, Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh-huh. uh, it says, it doesn't matter how big the step is or how small the step is, as long as it's in the right direction. That's absolutely true. Progressive and- realization of a worthy ideal. That's all it is. By the way, that was in some of the uh, Tim and Julie Harris um, course, uh, course stuff. The progressive realization? Yeah. Yeah, that quote was in there. It is because it's a great quote. I mean, it it's is. the truth. It's it's where you're getting to, right? Whether it's pay yourself first. Maybe you can't do ten percent yet. Can you do fifty bucks? Can you do twenty bucks? Can you do one percent? Can, Can you, you do one percent? Can you do the ten dollar challenge? My ten challenge. There you go. Right? There's a bunch of different ways that we can save money. What we, you know, let's write that down. That's one of the podcasts that we need to do. Different ways to save some money. Ways to save money. Right? Got different it. ways to save money. So, uh, make sure you you decide to make a change it's only on you it's balls in your court we're here to help you go to our website www.csfirst.com click on the money coaching club and get your free coaching call today and if you ever need anything from us maybe you want to shoot me an email tell me a problem help me you know let me help you get a solution you can always find me at hernan that's h-e-r-n-a-n at csfirst.com or you can get contact with james james at csfirst.com Drop us a line. Tell us what, how we're doing. You know, ask a question. We're always here to help. So schedule your free coaching call or email us. Either way, uh, again, csfirst.com. Facebook. Follow us on Facebook at csfirst. Hernan at csfirst.com. James at csfirst.com. Or you can even follow us on Twitter at... Trades on the Road. That's all I got for you guys. Make a choice. Make a decision. Get out there and do it. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.